Hop in, we're taking a trip to quite possibly the most eerie school of supernatural misfits and falling in love with a raven. All this and so much more coming up on this episode of Lasers and Lockets, the podcast that celebrates strong and complex female characters in science fiction and fantasy entertainment. This is episode 79. Thing? What are you doing over there? Oh, the theme. Yes. Welcome or welcome back to the show. I'm Lee, your friendly neighborhood host. If you hadn't guessed from the intro, we're talking about Wednesday. The 2022 Tim Burton series centered around Wednesday Adams. Yep, that morbid, socially outcast teenager from the Adams family. I'll admit, when the series was first released, it was so hyped up that it kind of turned me off from watching it. This same thing has happened to me before with the Hunger Games and also Harry Potter, but Hunger Games. Uh, I held off on reading it for at least, I don't know, a year, six months. I can't remember when it was first released and everybody was raving about it. But when I finally did read it, I absolutely loved it and devoured it and was so glad that I had read it. And I don't know why I'm like this, but here we are months later after Wednesday was released talking about it. Wednesday Adams is played by Jenna Ortega in this series, and in my opinion, she is the perfect Wednesday Adams. Everything about her performance made you believe and love this character. It got me thinking about why Wednesday Adams in particular, and really the Adams family in general, why they are so appealing to us. And the thing that I thought about when it comes to Wednesday particularly, is that Wednesday is not what you would consider the typical, normal female character that you see on television or in movies. And she is not wholesome, proper, what is considered normal (laughs) in any way. And she really bucks that tradition of what, what is typically seen on television. Wednesday as a character is similar to many other like children and teenagers. And depending on the the depiction of Wednesday Adams that you see, whether it was the series in the 90s or way back in the 60s, um, she's a character that, you know, children often are seen as a mirror of their upbringing and their environment that they're raised in. And I don't think that Wednesday is in any way different. She's, she was raised in a, in a weird environment with her strange, dark, morbid family. And, uh, and, and she reflects that heavily uh, in this series in particular. She's become strange and dark and morbid because those are the kinds of habits that are rewarded. And then of course she's sent to the school for outcasts from normal, uh, normal society, which is really fitting for the character because her parents also went to this outcast school. Nevermore. Wednesday is probably near sociopathy, uh, but For some reason, her character is super relatable, especially in this series, and very endearing to me. 
Uh, For myself, I found myself trying to understand and connect to the parts of her humanity that were mysterious to me. I, as someone who always likes to understand why someone is the way they are, didn't actually find myself caring all that much about Wednesday's upbringing or why she is the way she is. It's just something that sort of was known in the back of my mind. Like her family is weird and dark and morbid. So of course she would turn out to be very similar to them. But the character was endearing to me in so many more ways than that, because she has sort of these glimpses of a true teenager in her, just like every other normal teenager. She's trying to figure out herself and who she is and what she wants. But She's that 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 realization that she's not really that different from the others at the school is something that was really endearing to me. There's a scene where she's unexpectedly upset by a feeling that she has, and she tries to express that in the context and the vocabulary that she has and the experience she knows and understands. And it was super relatable. Uh, and yeah, just a really interesting character that way. Wednesday is dark and morbid and serious throughout the course of the series. I think you only ever see her smile slightly once in the whole series. But a few things that I love about her character is that she's curious and determined. And one of the the elements that you see running throughout the course of the series is that ongoing murder mystery thread. And it feels a little bit like a morbid Scooby-Doo to me, but in, in the very best way possible. Wednesday is also fiercely independent, and it's one of the things that I think they explore really well in the series. She, you, you kind of see her realize that maybe that independence is not always a great thing. Like maybe she does actually need somebody else in her life to help her out. And I appreciate the way that they explored that in the series. Looking at Wednesday's idea of morality, you see glimpses that she might actually be a little bit better of a person than you anticipated her being. You find yourself rooting for her. She wants truth. She speaks her mind. She doesn't want innocent people to get hurt. In her own way, she does care about Enid and her family and her friends. Uh, one of the examples that they give in this series is that she unleashes, the reason why she got expelled from the normie school before she comes to Nevermore is because she unleashes piranhas in the water polo team pool after they were bullying her brother. Her reasoning is that nobody can bully her brother but her. But you see that is sort of her morbid way of taking care of her brother. Wednesday is also super obsessive and single-minded when it comes to something she needs to do or figure out. She's not somebody to be easily deterred from a path. And I think that's a both a, a blessing and a curse for her. One of my favorite things about that her character is how accomplished, intelligent, and talented she is. So she's she's not just this really simple character. And, and I think earlier on in depictions of Wednesday, like from the 90s and the early, you know, back going back to the 60s, they always depicted Wednesday as a small child or a younger child. 
and the simplicity of the character is really what I think people fell in love with. It wasn't a very complicated character, but I feel like they did a really good job in this series of making the character so much more complicated and um, deep because she plays the cello, she fences, she's also really great at archery, she's super intelligent in classes, at like the top of her classes, she doesn't slack off. And that all coupled with the way that she sees the world um, and, and her fashion sense and everything, it all wraps together into a much more complex and complicated character. And I think that's what makes people really interested in, uh, in this character in particular. Wednesday can definitely be described as diabolical, but I think it's somewhat in a good way, if that's possible. In this series, she may not always use her cunning for good, but often I found that her heart was in a good place when she decided to move forward with something. She was trying to solve the murder mysteries. She was trying to solve a family mystery, you know, all these kinds of things around her. I think her heart was genuinely, genuinely in a good place when she was going through those. But when other people around her um, are mean or cruel or whatnot to an innocent person, you see her maybe take that diabolical nature of her a little nature of hers a little too far. But uh, yeah, her heart is generally in a good place. I also really deeply appreciated the growth of the character throughout the course of the season. And it was impressive. You see her come to Nevermore as I think she says she's an outcast of, in a group of outcasts, which was really interesting. And as the season progresses, you see her take responsibility for her actions. You see her trying to recognize and consider her feeling, her friend's feelings. Um, you see her protecting those who can't protect themselves. And it's a really interesting journey that you get to watch her go through. And I, I really, really enjoyed that through the course of the series. If it does get a second season, I mean, this is Netflix we're talking about, who knows? Uh, I think that I will be really interested to see how they continue to develop the character. Will they make it a little bit more stagnant? I don't know, but I, I have a feeling that they'll continue to develop the character if they do get a second season for it. In stark contrast to Wednesday, though, we have Enid Sinclair, who is Wednesday's roommate at Nevermore. Enid is played by Emma Myers, and Enid is almost exactly the opposite of Wednesday in pretty much every way. It's sort of this grumpy sunshine friendship that I find with Wednesday, and that's my favorite trope in romance novels, and I think that it really works well in this friendship, and I'm so glad that that's the way they approach that here. Enid in stark contrast to Wednesday, is genuinely a caring, thoughtful, and kind person. She's enthusiastic. She's passionate. She's a little more hesitant. And she kind of keeps things to herself as far as things that she's thinking. One of my favorite things about 
this series is that visual feast that you have in Enid and Wednesday's room. You see this like line down the middle of the room and on Enid's side, you have this rainbow stained glass and there's pinks and beautiful fluffy things over on her side. And then on the, on Wednesday's side, it's just this dark single colored glass and all these black and gray things over on Wednesday's side. I really love the way that the cinematography focused on that stark difference between Enid and Wednesday. Now you're probably wondering, why is Enid at Nevermore? She seems like a relatively normal person. Well, Enid is a werewolf from a family of werewolves who have all wolfed out, but Enid hasn't yet. So they've sent her to this school to perhaps draw out her monstrous nature. And I'll come back to that in a second. But you get this sense through the series that she doesn't want to wolf out. She's scared of it, but she also, I think, doesn't want to be a monster. And uh, I think that's a really important part of her character is that she she doesn't want to be this thing. She never had a choice. She was born the way that she is, and she she just never had a choice. And so she wants to... She wants to be herself and find herself, but she doesn't want to lose her humanity and all of that. And it's a very commendable part of her character. I, I really appreciated that that uh, look at her, kind of the, the struggle that's going on inside her. Enid is a super patient person. If you look at the way that she interacts with Wednesday and some of the other characters in the series, she looks for the good in them. And even when they, it may not seem like there is any good. And that's the thing that you see her start with, with Wednesday, when she first meets her, she sees that there could be something good in her. And she tries to draw that out in Wednesday. And I think it's part of the friendship. And it's a really important part of Wednesday's growth in the series is Enid believing in her and believing that she had something more inside of her than just the darkness and the morbidness and, and all of that. While Enid's growth in the character growth in the season is less pronounced, I still think it's marked. Uh, she still is a little bit more scared of things than Wednesday, but she does a lot of the things that she does very scared in order to support her friends, especially Wednesday. And I believe that Enid genuinely loves Wednesday as she is, though she struggles sometimes with how cruel and unkind Wednesday can be. But I think that, again, is an important part of Wednesday's growth throughout the course of the series. And I think it's something that is really powerful with Enid, though, is, is Enid is eventually able to stand up to Wednesday. And it's part of that turning point in the series and super powerful. One of my favorite scenes in the whole series is between Enid and Wednesday. I I call it the hug trademark, um, <laughs> but uh, it's not really trademarked, but it's the hug. And I burst into tears when it happened in the series. The way that Wednesday initially is shocked and sort of shoves Enid back, but there's this communication that occurs with their eyes and their facial expressions, and you see Wednesday soften immediately, and then she just wraps Enid in the biggest warm hug ever. And it it was just pure friendship perfection. It was, out of the whole series, that was my favorite scene that I 
the, yeah, I, I watched it a few times in a row and I just really, really loved that scene. And it's proof of how far the characters come uh, throughout the course of the season. And yeah, I just absolutely, absolutely loved that scene. While Wednesday and that friendship of Enid and Wednesday, Enid and Wednesday is the central relationship in the series, there are some supporting characters of note as well, and I wanted to bring them up here. The first one is Bianca Barclay, and she's played by Joy Sunday. At first, you kind of see uh, Bianca Barclay as a foil to Wednesday. She's the most intelligent and talented person at Nevermore, and she's cunning and smart and just a, a true worthy rival for Wednesday. But the thing that you learn about her is that she's an outcast siren who has run away from her toxic family, and she's trying to forge a new family here at, at Nevermore Academy. She has a really hard time connecting with people as they don't know whether they're being manipulated by her siren song or not. And I think that makes her kind of a lonely creature. Because of that, she is kind of a really hard exterior type of character, but you see that she genuinely does have a good heart inside. It's, it's somewhere inside her. She's part of a secret society at Nevermore that Wednesday's parents were also part of when they were there. And I think that's a really interesting part of that character. And it, it sort of puts her in the path of Wednesday several times. But the, the really interesting thing about her character is that she's capable of putting aside differences with Wednesday and is willing to help her when her fellow classmates are in trouble. But the in in you know a contrast to Wednesday, she has a moral compass like Enid, and she's not willing to stand by when Wednesday is willing to go a bit too far to get the truth out of someone. She understands when things are right or wrong, and though she may not always choose the right path, she does have that compass, which is interesting. I'd love to learn more about her character in the new season. I'd love to learn a little bit more about her background. Um, unlike Wednesday, I am a little bit more curious about who she is, where she comes from, that kind of stuff. You see a little bit of that at Parents Weekend, uh, that episode of the season, but I would love to learn more about that character. And then the last character that I wanted to bring up is Marilyn Thornhill, and she's played by Christina Ricci, which I was so excited to see in that role. But uh, Marilyn Thornhill is the headmistress of Nevermore, and she always seems like there's some sort of ulterior motive going on with her. She's strong. She's smart. Uh, she's always had a grudge against the Adams family because I think she believes that Morticia stole Gomez from her uh, at Nevermore when they were all there together. But the thing that I like about the character, I mean... There's not much that you can really find in that character that you really like that much, which is interesting. She's kind of the character that you love to hate in the series, but her ego isn't so large that she can't listen when truth is spoken to her or shown to her. Um, I can't really talk too much more about her character without spoiling the heck out of the season, so I'll just kind of leave it at that. But it was an, an interesting character. Not a super complicated character, one of the more simple characters, but also very interesting, the path that they decide to take with that character. And I will leave it at that. <laughs> Overall, is Wednesday worth a watch? 
Oh, heck yes. <laughs> I was unexpectedly delighted and sucked into the world of Nevermore with this series, and I found myself rooting for our protagonist, Wednesday, who also borders on being an antagonist as well, uh, to the very end of the series. I hope that Netflix chooses to continue the series and that we get some more of that Tim Burton and Jenna Ortega magic. It truly was magic, and I understand fully why everyone was so obsessed with this series when it first came out. And I hope there are some people who still haven't yet seen it, maybe were on the fence about it like I was. Uh, hopefully this helps you to kind of poke you in the right direction because it's definitely worth a watch. Did you find Wednesday relatable? I would love to hear your thoughts. You can join the conversation over on X or formerly Twitter um, or Instagram or in our Discord community. You'll find the links in our show notes there. And uh, I, I think that's it for this episode of Lasers and Lockets. We'll catch you back here in a couple of weeks. Until then, may we all have as loyal friends like Enid and Thing, and may we hope that Wednesday Adams is on our side. Get your nerd on, be kind, and be awesome. All right. <laughs> <laughs>